Welcome to Your Infinite Health. Are you getting older? Are you feeling it? How would you like to do that in reverse? We're your host, Dr. Tripp, and Lene. We've run an integrative medicine practice for 13 years. Together, we have 60 years of combined experience helping clients. We've helped tens of thousands achieve success in health and live longer, happier lives. In this show, we'll cover peer-reviewed and evidence-based integrative approaches to creating the health you've always wanted. We also share professional experience we see in the field every day. So if you're ready to feel, look, and live your best life, you're in the right place. Welcome to your Infinite Health Podcast. Hey, guess who I bumped into on my way to go get my eyeglasses fixed the other day? I don't know. Everybody. Oh. <laughs> you got me started on these things, and now you're going to wish you hadn't. <laughs> I can do this all day. Yeah, yeah. That was cute. <laughs> so we're going to go into the second half of our previous convo about achieving success in health and listener if you hear weird noises there are two dogs in the room one name wookie and one name vesper and so i just apologize in advance for that anyway okay so the law of success in health okay where were we what it is uh well, what were we talking about before we we're talking about we were talking about joan we had gotten into Joan and we had discussed creating that fantasy, starting at fantasy. Right, right, right. And as the starting point and having, you know, the goal of what the happy end result is. So it seemed to be to me to be fantasy for health. I fantasize about good health. Turning point because of whatever situation drives that thought process to actually ask yourself if you're if you're capable and then willing to do whatever it takes to reach a new a new health outcome right and then following that accepting the parameters of the goal then it would be then it would be then you go from the goal to to can you be successful at the, at achieving that goal and how do you achieve success so so what is success in health so so success what the law of success is in short form conceive it believe it achieve it so so the conception of the goal is taking the fantasy and putting it into to real life terms and putting down kind of taking the fantasy and saying this is what i want to achieve and what I want to turn my health reality into. And then making sure the next step is you can't move forward unless you believe that you can achieve that outcome. And that's where I, I have a, you know, the conception of the conception of the new reality is what we do at Infinite Health is to go ahead and, and create the successful health image. And then following cr the creation of the successful health image, then basically with some tweaks from because I find that I find most people kind of because of how, and it depends on how long they've been ill and how ill they've been and that type of thing. 
they tend to shortchange themselves in what they believe they can, uh, their outcome. Oh, yeah. I, I think people also have that issue in like what they can achieve in, in, li- in life. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people settle because they can't. Well, for me, because neither of my parents went to college and I hated school, hated school. I just wanted to get out making money. And it never occurred to me that I could be a lawyer. And so I was kind of happy just being a paralegal. Right. But it wasn't until I actually worked for some crazy lawyers that I realized that they can do it. So can I. So thank you to those people. Anyway, (laughs) they serve their purpose in my life. You are where you are because that's where you're supposed to be. Right. So you're saying that same thing. People get kind of stuck in that limiting belief with respect to their health as well. Yeah. So develop those limiting beliefs. So sometimes over years with their disease processes, you know, chronic arthritis, degenerative arthritis, the diabetes example comes up again with all the potential complications, high blood pressure, even congestive heart failure. People, they shortchange themselves. And I think we as physicians are in part responsible for that because we're telling people, oh, no, don't do this, don't do that all the time. And sometimes we, you know, the outcomes and the science is there. We know that people with congestive heart failure can improve. We know people with diabetes can resolve their diabetes, should they so, so choose. So it, when I, I see somebody that comes and we do our successful health image, I ask them to do that at the kind of at the end of the first chapter, the law of success, I tend to want to tweak them and as you can see the potential yeah and i think they've they've become we tend to be demoralized because we we can't do the things we were accustomed to and so we don't want to we don't want to we don't want to be you know deceived or you know or give ourselves too much or what have false hope maybe not false hope so much but we don't want to fail and i think if we're most people set those limits at the that achievement at, at shorter limits. And so that's what I think having somebody who's working with you to help you get to where you want to go, maybe even more so than you can imagine, then that helps to that helps because that other individual, be it your physician, be it a nurse practitioner, be it somebody else, a physical therapist that that actually can see and has seen m- this over the course of their clinical career and seen similar cases or and and have seen these people succeed at being much more than some of the limiting beliefs that we've uh, attained over that time it's critically important for that you know emotional sustenance and helping you maintain that happy end result out there so so i always tell my patients to to make a kind of make the image the elephant and you know just one bite at a time one bite at a time right right so i i think those those things are critically important and then so i'm thinking about so conception of the goal believing that you can achieve uh, with some assistance and sustenance and and then finally achieving and so at the end of the at the end of achieving you become successful and so going back and starting at the uh, at the beginning of conception then we have an exercise that 
that I call the successful health image. And I broke it up into three, three different components so that people can kind of break things down into what they want and prioritize what they want. And so the first of those, those subdivisions is form and form being the, being kind of the, uh, it's the three F approach, the three F approach. F, F cubed. F cubed. Yeah, F cubed. <laughs> the F cubed form. Yes, ma'am. Okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry, anyway. So form is basically, I want people to think about what they're going to look like at the end of the, at the end of their successful, successful effort. And so that, that revolves mostly around optimized body composition, optimized, and for whoever the person is, obviously optimized cosmetic appearance and that. And I, I always ask that they think about they think about measurements, objective endpoints, because objective endpoints are so critical to get our ego to stop hounding us that we can't achieve, because that happens quite frequently. But You're saying measurements like inches or poundage? Any number, any okay. objective endpoint, because at the end of the at the end of the day, when you've accomplished an objective endpoint, for example, that'd be weight, body composition, um, inches uh, on your, you know, on what you look like, or, 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 you know, pants size, waist size, dress size. I mean, all all of those things can, we can help achieve uh, through, through the effort of, and effort of the prog, the program, and then and then at the end of the day, when you've achieved that, then you can celebrate the result. And so the celebration is what's key to also eliminating the limited, limiting beliefs, the beliefs that you've developed over the course of, of the illness or whatever chronic process has been taking place in your life. And I think that's really kind of a neat endpoint thing that many people don't think about very often to have that objective endpoint so that they can actually celebrate. And, and the the endpoints don't have to be, the endpoints don't have to be, um, the endpoints don't have to be always huge, but they should be significant so that they, so that the impact is, I can do this. This is something I can do. And I think the, so form is hair, texture, and length, and, you know, anything. So the anything. outward appearance, form is focused on the outward appearance? Correct. Okay. And, you know, and on top of that, I think the that when you, when they think about the appearance, when most people think about the appearance, they get, they do, they get emotionally involved in it. They get the, it, you know, when you can think about, you know, being healthy and fit and toned and, you know, and vibrant and, you know, energetic and those things because of your appearance, then that pulls you into that thought. It pulls you into, and it actually helps you create a physiologic environment inside that actually drives you towards that outcome. It's like, you know, the example I use with my patients is I have them think about their favorite drink or their favorite food or something of that nature. It's already making me salivate. Uh, Are you talking about the lemon, biting into the lemon, exercise? That or, you know, anything else that, that, that makes you, with that image, create a physiologic response because that's what happens. So you start salivating. Mm-hmm. And so what what that says is that when we put an image 
in our mind an image of something we really want or desire or something to eat or whatever it is and we think about that and think about how much we like it we actually activate the vagus system vagus nerve system which actually stimulates our salivary glands stimulates our esophageal and gastric is that because the mind doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is not real well no i mean the five senses are there but i mean you're controlling them with the image so that image when you put that image of successful health that appearance the form Mm -hmm. of successful outcome there it basically does the same thing i mean it's activating cytokines and growth factors and things like that and creating relaxation and that that help drive you and motivate you to create that outcome okay so form is feel like that temporarily you can go into your mind and feel like that person that successful outcome. Does that go into part two of the three F form? So that's feeling. Well, feeling. So feelings are more. I think about feelings as uh, how one <laughs> thinks about themselves, what they think about themselves, and you know their attributes for themselves, and then and then how they feel about their interactions with the world around them. And so all of those interactions, those feelings, are. For example, I I like to see on that when they come back with the form, feeling, and function form that they say, you know, that in the first person they're saying, I am happy. Because basically that's defining their, you know, an emotional sense of well-being. And so, so and really all of that feeling is more about defining one's character. So because a lot of those, a lot of those elements will be, will be, will be defining the character of the individual. So it tells me a lot about, you know, how they think about themselves and, you know, how they're going to respond to, to, you know, challenges and things like that. Interesting. And then the last segment is probably the most important is function is how your body works for you. And the, that's critically important for somebody to be able to, and this is where I really get the limiting beliefs coming out is the, where I, you know, I say, well, and for like Joan, for example, we, uh, when I first talked to her about her image, she said, I can't get over 11 miles an hour on my bicycle. And that's with me drafting my husband. I've never been able to do it. And then she says that I've never been able to finish a century ride. I've never been able to ride a hundred miles and do this Alzheimer benefit and all that. I always end up on the bus, you know, I can't, we can't never have finished it. And I said, hmm. Okay, so so I told her, I said that moment it occurred to me that for her successful health image, setting a goal for her, setting a, an outcome for her that would be reasonable in my mind for her because I knew her parameters and, you know, were she to accomplish that, then it would set the stage for all sorts of success moving forward. So I said, well, why don't you, why don't you put, you know, I complete my century ride, my Alzheimer's century ride at an average of 15 miles an hour. She guffawed at me. She she started laughing at me. She said, you're crazy. I'll never be able to do that. I said, humor me. (laughs) Humor me. Go ahead. Put it down. And that ride, they were training for that ride. They had four months to train. Mm. And so, and what was really cute about that is that, you know, she came in two weeks before the ride when they stopped training and said, said to me, you won't believe how fast I did our last 20 mile training session or how fast. And she says, so she said, she said 15.6 miles an hour. 
I said, wow. huh, huh, who knew? <laughs> and, and then she she tagged me on the on her Facebook post uh, two weeks later after she complete after she completed the ride at fourteen point nine six miles an hour average. Wow! So she, that worked. Just you know, it dismissed her limiting belief and allowed her. At this point, we're a couple of years later now, but she's riding at about twenty two miles an hour now. Wow! That's like twice yeah. as. And she's 61, 62. She's gotten older and she's riding twice as fast. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I think the, that's why it's key to have individuals that have good clinical practice and good and a good you know knowledge base for an experience to help create that successful health image because that thing is really key, the key to creating really whatever health you want. And... Uh, you know, I guess those people who do the exercise well and really get into the and really abide by and compliant with their own desires, I mean, they can create amazing outcomes, amazing outcomes. Very cool. Yeah, Joan's a great, a great story. Te testament. Maybe one day we could have her on as a guest on the mm -hmm. podcast. Awesome. Well, so that is the law of success and that exercise, the F cube, it's called form feeling function, but successful health image. Yeah. So that if you're interested in doing that for yourself, listener, it is at the end of chapter one in the book, think and live longer, which is available on Amazon. <laughs> okay. All right. Until next time. Thanks for subscribing to your infinite health. I'm Dr. Tripp. And I'm Lynne. Until next time, feel it, look it, and live it. <laughs>